our big brother 19 live feed spoiler show right now with Danielle from over the top now just a few quick things to let you guys know if you want to see any of our previous shows back they're all available over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash bb19 and of course if you want 24 7 live feed updates all season long you can get those over uh, on Twitter just by following at bb19 live feed of course, if you want flashback times, they're over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash bb19flashbacks. Now, a few more quick things to let you guys know. If you want to help support our shows, head over to yourrealityrecaps.com slash you now and become a fan. From now until uh, the finale night of Big Brother, everyone that is the number one fan for every single show is going to be entered to win the POV um, necklace signed by everybody from the premiere party. So you want to make sure that you're a fan over on you now. Be the number one fan on each show and you are entered to win. Of course, if you love this show, if you haven't seen that our mashup show is back on our BB19 uh, page or that we have Ica tomorrow, all great reasons for you to keep supporting everything we do. Consider becoming a patron at yourrealityrecaps.com slash patron. If you're watching this show back, you missed the patron after show with Danielle, but you still have time, depending on when you're watching this, to get in on the after show with Ica tomorrow, because patrons get the special after shows after we're live for everyone on you now. You also get access to the patron-only Facebook group, prize giveaways each week for patrons, special shows every single week for patrons, and it really helps support our shows, as does doing a one-time donation over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash PayPal. Of course, you can always thumbs up and subscribe over on uh, YouTube or leave a five-star rating and a nice review on iTunes. Share the shows with your friends. Those are all great ways to help support our shows too. But all right, let's bring her on. It's Danielle! Hi, Hi Hi, Danielle. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I am doing so good. I am go. I am going to let everyone behind the curtain. Everyone, Skype is having problems, and technically Danielle can't see me. Uh, we can see her though. So, it's, so if you feel like, why isn't Danielle reacting to that crazy face Eric's making? She can't see it. Okay. Um. So, Danielle. Oh my God! Before we get into the drama that has happened on the feeds, yeah. I kind of just super quickly because there's so much to cram in. I know a lot of people want to know what you think about the players this season and this season overall. So let's just start with the season overall. How are you liking this season as a whole? As a whole, I keep having mixed emotions because they're a little blimps that I'm like, ooh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And ooh, that's good TV. But then but then I think about like the gameplay and that's my favorite part. It's so upsetting that no one's really playing the game. They're all kind of just living in the house and they're like picking on people and then they're like, okay, we don't like this. This person we like the least this week, so we're gonna send them home. And they like all gang up on that one person. And that's not really like this style of gameplay that that I like. I like the more strategic, okay, let's make these moves. Let's 
create mm-hmm. these alliances. Let's bond with these people. Let's, you know, let's take big moves. Let's take big risks. And I don't really see any of that happening this season. And so I'm kind of disappointed um, in that. But, you know. Now, you you don't mean everyone because obviously Paul. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, I mean, it's, it would have been more fun to see if Paul is as much as I didn't want to see a vet come back for the season. Um, and as much as I hate how easily he's manipulating everyone, you have to give credit where credit is due. And he's the only one playing the game. He's setting everything up perfectly, letting it play itself out and um, just sitting back and watching. And he's really putting himself in a really good position. I think he's the only one really playing the game. Everyone else is playing Paul's game. Whatever little game that they have, it's moves that Paul has put in their head to do. No one's really thinking for themselves. So it is the one. I agree with you. I've been saying that as well. I don't want to say it's a boring season because I feel like there's tons of feed drama. There's tons of things happening. I feel like disappointing um, is the word that he doesn't get challenged. But like you said, you can't um, discredit the fact that, I mean, he has he has plan A, B, C and D for any scenario that's going to happen in that house. He never is in danger, I feel like. And, and so, like, I have to give it to him there, but then you really have to look at the people he's in the house with and wonder, is it, what what is it more of? Is it the fact that they're so easily manipulated or he's just a really good manipulator? And I think it's, you know, it, it has a fair balance of both, I think, but those, that people, those people in the house, they're going to get out, they're going to look back and they're going to be like, oh my God, like, what was I doing? Like, I got played the entire season they're going to get ready to vote and they're going to look back and be and just be like astonished at themselves so and how easily they let someone else just run their entire game 100 percent. so let me ask you this because i've never felt this so much as i do this season how do you um adjust or does it not even matter? Do you just like wash it away as game? In other words, I think I feel like I would have such a hard time maintaining friendships with people postseason, knowing how easily it is for everyone just to lie to your face. Like, how do you trust any of the people in the real world? Like, if Paul told me uh, I'm writing with a blue pen, I'd be like, it's a black pen, right? It's gotta be a black like I how easily it is for them all to just lie to each other's faces. Do you just like wash it away? Like, no, it was game. We all did it. Um, I think it really depends. Like if, for instance, when I was in the house, um, I didn't even know until I went and watched the episode that Shane went home that they were actually really trying to get me out. And um, I really had no clue. I, and and it's so funny because the girls were like, oh, they're trying to get you. Like, they're trying to campaign to get you. I was like, whatever, I don't care. But afterwards, you look back and, like, you just have to think, like, it's game moves. Unless it's, like, obviously a personal lie. Like, and if it's about the game, then you just have to be like, you know, it's Big Brother. People lie. That's what the game is. People are meant to be manipulative and lie and backstab. That's what makes the game so interesting. Exactly. If everyone was blatantly honest and laid all their cards on the table 24-7, then it wouldn't make for an interesting show. So I think you hold on to that personal connection you make. And when you get out of the house, um, you just have to believe that the personal connection is real and all the lies were just gameplay, just strategic. 
That's good. I like it. I like. I always say game is game, and you leave it. You leave it. Yeah. But then when I'm like, my God, Paul has lied about like such little things in the game. And granted, for the game, I don't mean just lying for funsies, yeah. but like lying for game. That I'm like, oh, I feel like every conversation I would ever have with him be like, what is he really trying to get out of this? <laughs> um, Regina yeah. M has a question, and let me remind yeah. all of you: you guys can tweet us your questions with hashtag YRRLive, or you can leave them in the chat room. But Regina M wants to know, Danielle, what do you think of Matt and Raven specifically? So. Maven, what are your feelings on Maven? I thought Matt was so cute going into the season. There's something about the silver hair. Like, he was just mm. so cute to me. And then, like, to see him in a showman with Raven, it's just, like, you just want to roll your eyes. It's kind of like how I feel with Jessica and Cody. I feel like them together just makes me want to, like, like, lose my mind. Mm -hmm. But them apart, it's like, oh. Mm, okay that's tolerable i think matt would have had would have been so much more interesting if he didn't have raven and well quite feeling frankly like i really could care less for raven i think most people uh would agree with me on that i think she's just full of it and i'm glad i'm not in the house with her because i literally would laugh in her face anytime she said anything um i just like can't take her serious at all and i don't know how matt does it i have to give him props um for spending so much time with her uh, personal time, um, as close as they've gotten, I have to, I have to give him props for that because I really don't know how he does it. But I'm happy that um, one of them, actually, I really hope it's Raven. I hope Raven's the one that leaves this week and um, Matt can somehow find a way to stay because He's a lot more um, appealing to look at than Raven is, for sure. Oh, I agree. And I have lots to say. <laughs> well, I got lots of info for people when we talk about the massive drama that you guys missed today. Uh, if we're the f you're just getting home from work and we're filling you in. But... I, it's not actually my theory, it's a Dolphin Poet who does our Survivor blog. She has an interesting theory about why Matt is with Raven. She thinks he's undercover CIA, and this is his in to investigate the family. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, it's the only thing that explains his bland personality and otherwise calm demeanor throughout oh all these things. But, everyone, Matt today... Oh my god. Oh, All right. Yeah. I saw a different side of Matt today and I was like like, ooh, that where where has this Matt been at? Where where have you been at, Matt? It's kinda like the Matt I hoped he was from his intro video and I was like, ooh, like I wanna see what he's up to and he ended up being like boring and and bland and I was sad and then he just like came alive and I'm like, It's too late now, you're gonna go home. Like, okay. Where were you all season? Like, geez. I feel like I was watching something different. So let me let everyone know if you guys, here's your spoiler. So you guys saw last night where we saw um Jason uh, win HOH. And then obviously he nominated Matt and Raven. So uh, now they also played in the hide and go veto yesterday. And Jason, of course, won that POV as well. All along convincing Matt and Raven that the plan was to just have them as pawns and Kevin was going to go on the block. Well, today he had to show his cards because it was the POV uh, ceremony. And of course, he did not remove one of them. And that's when the shit hit the fan. Now, Danielle, I hear what you're yeah. saying. They were both mm -hmm. very shocked, but Matt was... His voice goes up a whole lot when he starts. Like, he was like, I don't know what you're talking about, Jason. 
Jason, that's really ridiculous! I was like, okay, that's not hot. Like, I'm all for you being, like, manly, but, like, what where, What happened to your voice, Matt? Yeah, I, I didn't hear... The uh, parts of the feeds that I watched were when he was... He must have, like, calmed his voice down a little bit by then. Oh. When I caught the feeds, I was following on Twitter, like, ooh, what's happening? So I went onto live feeds to check it out. And so, like, he was... Him and Jason were talking. They're all in the kitchen. And um, his voice had gotten down, but I was reading mainly like memes and like little clips here and there, things mm-hmm. that he said. And I don't know, maybe I just heard it in like his normal voice. Oh, so I didn't really, I didn't know he had this other like. Oh my god! When he gets upset, but like the words he used that I saw like on Twitter, I thought they were like I was like, oh my goodness, like who is this? But I guess maybe maybe I should have actually watched. Oh, the, the flashback. On feeds, he had, he had, a, he didn't have his high pitched voice anymore. It's only when he starts yelling. The flashback times are in our flashback page, or I'll give them to you later if you want to see, or maybe we'll see them on the show. Um, yeah. but yeah, it. W- he also, which I don't like, he also just kept saying to Jason, which he said like fifteen times, "You're a bitch hiding in the storage room, bitch." But like, so I don't like when guys use bitch like derogatory to be like oh yeah. you're a woman like oh you're yeah. hiding like a lady uh all the ladies are out playing you matt so raven's pretty much out playing you matt so i hate when they do that in the game but then yeah every time he would like start to raise his voice he'd be like just tell me just tell me just tell me what you were gonna do what did you want to do matt? and i was like oh my god it's worse than you're laughing i thought nothing could be worse than you're laughing matt thank you the way your voice completely changes when you yell is he's not hot anymore he killed it have you seen him laugh yet I have heard, yeah, I've heard his little laugh. I honestly haven't been watching that much feeds because in the beginning I was watching a lot of them and everyone was just really annoying me. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I can't do it. I can't do feeds with this. Like, they're driving me insane. And just the way they antagonize each other, the way they attack each other personally, like, I was just like, oh my, what is going on? So I've mainly been watching episodes feeds here and there and then just going based off what i see on twitter like clips and stuff like that because oh my goodness they have been like a mess yeah well uh, somebody i think probably steffi i know you have it easily available please tweet danielle the clip of him uh laughing it's kind of like someone having a seizure mixed with like elaine seinfeld dance with it's i mm. I tried to let it go, and then I heard what it's going to be like when he gets angry. And when now he gets angry, yeah. I don't know yeah. what. Maybe him and Raven are a better pair than we think. Maybe oh no, let's not go that far. Too high for Matt, and in all reality, he's maybe he's the only one that can handle Raven. Maybe no, I don't. <laughs> no. I would like him with anyone else. Um, Virgo CLD wants to know, Danielle, would you ever come back to play as one vet against all newbies? Duh. I will. There's not a scenario that you can give to me that I would say I wouldn't come back. Oh, really? I, mean, I love this game. I love the game aspect of it. So I look, they could literally be like, Hey, Danielle, we're going to call you back, but we're not going to give you a stipend. I'd be like, okay, cool. <laughs> okay. Challenge accepted. Count me in. Like that means I have no choice but to win. Cause if I don't like, 
I'm SOL. Like there's, I love this game so much that I would play again and again and again in any scenario against any player, past players, new players. It didn't, it wouldn't really matter to me. Um, People ask me what I do over the top again. And as much as I would want to play on a regular season for that um, traditional big brother feel, as far as like comps and, you know, like the whole key thing and stuff, I would do it again, just because like the core of the game is the same. And I really, really love big brother. So, okay. without, Without a doubt. Okay, so Danielle, um, I'm accepting your challenge now. I know you can't see, but there's been late-breaking, developing news in the world, and now you can clone anyone instantly. So um, the season that they're bringing you back for is an entire house. You're playing against eight versions of Morgan. (laughs) You're in a house with eight Morgans. Oh, and they're genetically modified, so they're like the um, Christmas version. So they're like... They can compete and shit is what I'm saying. And then, but they're all Morgan. Are you playing? And no stipend. Um, I would still play. Honestly, Morgan <laughs> isn't the worst of them. So uh, yeah, you'd have to give throw something at me a little bit. Okay. Than that, I would play. I'd play Morgan. Okay, playing no matter what. Um, Lost and Can Cruise wants to know if they brought you back with Paul. So, like, let's say that you know there was a lot of rumors going into the beginning of the season. A lot of people felt like you were going to be on. A lot of people felt Paul was going to be on it, and a lot of people felt you were going to be on it. So, had you been on this season? Would you have one after Paul right away? Or do you think that you would have teamed up with him? That's really hard to answer because when you're there, it's a totally different perspective Mm -hmm. than being outside of the house. Knowing what I know now, seeing him play this time around, um, I probably would have gone after him right away and created the biggest target ever for him um, to keep that target off of me. But... At the point in time where he went in the house, um, I didn't know that he was capable of manipulating people to the extent that he was. So I might have tried to work with him. Um, I always said that if I would have been on um, 18, that I would have been aligned with Paul and Victor because I liked their loyalty to each Mm -hmm. other and I liked how good they were in comps. And so I probably would have tried to align myself with Paul initially. Um, and tried to get him and use him as long as I could and tried to get him out like halfway later on. I think only a returning player, I think a returning player is the only person that could put a target on Paul's back. I mean, any new player, like look at all the new players that have tried to put Mm -hmm. a target on uh, Paul's back. Look at what happened to all of them. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I think that I think that I would use him to my advantage for as long as possible. And then I'd have to, I'd have to um, cut him before he cut me. So it'd kind of be of who gets there first, right. find that golden opportunity and take it. Um. All right. So uh, Susie Q wants to know, what do you think about Kevin's game as a whole? And then I want to talk a little bit about Kevin and uh, the fallout from this POV. I'll fill you in on all the little details of that one. But what is your thoughts first on Kevin um, as a whole in this game? I think that Kevin's playing his position really well. He's just, he knows his strength. I feel like he knows his strengths and he knows his weaknesses. 
and he's trying to play to those um, and just get in where he fits in and just kind of ride the wave. And for that, I can't really in this type of season, it's hard for me to be like, you need to be like a, cause normally I'm like, no, I like the players who are out winning competitions and making big moves. And like, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm sticking to my guns and I'm going to go after the players, but people who are vocal like that, they're getting set up and knocked down one after another, one after another. Mm -hmm. And to survive in this game, you kind of just either have to be the one winning every single competition. Right. Or you have to be the one who is manipulating every situation, Paul, or you have to be Kevin, who's just kind of like sitting in the background and just watching and observing and playing up his social game. And so I can't really be too mad at it. He knows what's working for him. And it sucks that that's how, this, that's how the game is this right. season. You can't really make big moves without getting sent home the week after. So I think that he's doing okay for now. And I hope that uh, he can continue to try and lay low, especially after today. How shocked were you? I mean, could you ever imagine a season of Big Brother other than this one where like what we saw on last night's episode where the Tree of Temptation lights up and the two people on the block are like, no, we're good. I mean, I get it. It's to Kev. It's to Paul's um, credit that he has convinced them and Jason too. You're the pawns. But if like you were on the block and people were telling you that you were a pawn and there is a tree that has a one in three chance still of you having guaranteed safety, wouldn't you go for it? Um. Yes. Like, that should never be a question. One, yeah. Matt shouldn't always, like, when Matt was on the block and he didn't use the veto to save himself, like, no, you don't, you don't do that. And then you're on the block. It doesn't matter if they're telling you, oh, you're just a pawn. No, pawns go home. Yeah. Pawns go, if you don't learn anything from Big Brother, from watching it as a fan, you should always know when you go into that house, pawns go home. Yeah. You know how scared I was the week that Jason had to put me up as a pawn? How scared that the plan was going to backfire and send me home? Mm-hmm. Like, that was terrifying for me. But pawns go home all the time. You can't sit on the... You should never be sitting on the block and feel safe, ever. No matter yeah. what anyone has promised you or said to you. Oh, 100%. And yes, chat room, I understand that the tree happens before noms, but I'm saying he told them before the noms you two are going. I mean, they knew they were going up when that tree was lit up. And even Kevin should have known that he was a little bit in danger at that point, too. See, this is what blows my mind from now, this post-POV fight. So Raven is flipping out on Jason, Matt is flipping out on Jason, and a lot of things are coming out. For example, Raven, right in front of Kevin, is saying, you lied to me, Jason. You said that the house agenda was not us, and you were taking me down, and you knew what the whole house agenda was. Meaning, to get Kevin out. And Kevin says nothing about it. Then, Matt corners Jason and is like, were you the vote? Were you the vote? Not only does Jason give up that he's the vote, he then adds the extra part that he didn't even need to. I did it to stir the pot and cause chaos. 
well, hello, Kevin. What's the chaos? Like, wh- how is Kevin not picking up on this yet? I don't get it. I don't get it. Or maybe he is. Maybe he is picking I, up on it. I think that he is. I think that Kevin's the type where he's not going to just... He, I mean, he's older. He come like, from, like, what I get a sense, the vibe that I get from him. I don't feel like he's going to react on everything that he... Like, he doesn't need to react on everything. I think he kind of just makes a mental note and moves forward. He, I think he knows that not everything requires a reaction. I mm. think he just makes a mental note of it. Okay, now I, like, I got it. Let's move, like, let's move forward. This doesn't, I don't need to join this argument. I don't need to get in the middle of this. I don't need to feel involved. I'm not going to go attack Jason. I'm not going to, no, I just need to make a mental note that mm-hmm. I'm on people's radar and, think of yeah. a course of action or he stuffs it down and then explodes later because <laughs> yeah. i don't know if you saw the rest of the drama like the feeds <laughs> just came back moments yeah. before we went live so basically the house is fed up with kevin and uh, everyone's arguing and josh is like you're a liar and we can talk normal let's talk liar and then i think josh made the mistake of mentioning his family because Kevin kind of, not like a really bad lunging at him. I mean, they had the kitchen counter in front of them, but he did one move towards him. Feeds cut. Feeds came back for like three seconds. Then Josh mentioned his family. And then Kevin like picked up the glass, lunged, and feeds cut. And they were down for like an hour. Yeah. So Kevin's not taking it well. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you say so, when uh, when you bring a person's family into mm-hmm. it, like everyone's going to get. To, I mean, if you everyone saw Davon when Polly made the comment about her daughter, I would have reacted the same exact way if someone brought my son into it. People on Twitter try and attack me or bring me say things about me as a mother or talk about my son and I react the same way I could be cool calm all day the second someone says it, like it's a trigger especially when you're a parent and mm-hmm. um a lot of people don't um sorry uh, speaking of <laughs> <laughs> yeah sorry guys it's okay I'll be there when I'm done go play your game sorry speak speaking of being a mom okay well go play Okay, then, okay. Go ahead. We'll give you a lot Um, So, um, you know, Josh isn't a parent. Uh um, And so he doesn't know what it's like to be be a father and then someone, like, bring your children into it. It's a whole different, whole different ballgame. And so I think that Josh was in the wrong for saying that, not necessarily for – saying that he's a liar because if Kevin lied, Kevin lied, you know, he want Josh brought up the 25,000 that Kevin won in the beginning. Um, but to bring someone's children into it, like that's just, a, there's just lines that you don't cross. Right. And those are one of the lines um, that you just, you don't cross in an argument. You don't ask people about their children. You don't bring up people's family in an argument, especially when you're in a pressure cooker, like the big brother house. That's just not something that, I think that is okay. Right. Uh, because, you know, they, uh, I think it's one of the things that you guys kind of have to hold on to for your sanity. So someone yeah. is, mm-hmm. like, attacking your sanity. I will say Dance and Amy is letting me know, uh, since the feeds have come back on, Kevin did apologize to Josh. Josh apologized to Kevin. But 
it's pretty clear they're going to go after each other next week. So yeah, I I think that um, just the type of person that Kevin is, obviously he's extremely family oriented. You don't have that many kids and not and not be family oriented. So I feel like that's just like if you're going to push someone's buttons, I think Josh knew what buttons to push, and he he's good at that. So that's what he did, and you know I commend them both for apologizing because I think both of them were in the wrong. Um, uh-huh. In certain areas of it, but being a mother, it's hard for me to side right. with the person who right. brings the person's family into it. Exactly. I I think it's funny, you know, Josh did let... Some, like, a lot of things came out in this post-POV fight, everyone. Like, seriously, again, the flashback times are at uh, yourrealityrecaps.com slash bb19flashbacks after this show if you need to see them. But um, Josh also went... Uh, Kevin, who won the 25,000? Who won the 20? Like, oh my God, I am sure Paul is pissed about that because Paul told that to Josh in confidence. So pretty much, I mean, kind of everybody I think knows about it now. But I think Kevin hearing that Josh knew that. um, Mm -hmm. Oh wait, no, I think Kevin did tell him. Kevin did tell Kevin did tell Josh. That's right. Okay, yeah, so he wouldn't be mad he at Paul. He did tell him, but still exposing it to the house where um, you know, other people in Kevin's mind don't know. I thought was very interesting. And I like how Kevin didn't miss the beat. He's like, "Maybe you want it, Josh." <laughs> Josh's like, "Who want it? Maybe you want it. I know you are. What am I?" I love it. He's yeah. mob. Is he mob or not? Um, you know, for I think me and my sister have talked about this. I'm pretty sure we figured out that his dad might have been. Yeah. Oh, he is. Oh, yeah. Okay. So if you're like, I'm pretty sure his dad is. And I'm thinking, you know, that that doesn't just, that's that's the way you're raised. So I wouldn't be surprised if Kevin for sure probably definitely was. I would not, I would not be surprised if that were to come out um, at all. He yeah. seems to type. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's the vibe he gives me. Like, that loyalty that, that, um, where family's important. You know, those things are, from what I've seen about mobs, I don't really know anything about it. But from what I see, those things are important. Oh, they're important. I'm pretty sure that right now a nice pair of cement shoes are being made for Josh. I'm <laughs> sure somebody <laughs> should be watching Josh's family right now. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm just like, um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, like, if, I mean, just by the way Kevin dresses and the way he carries himself, when I first saw him, I probably would have been like, yeah, I want to say he either knows people in the mob, mm-hmm. or maybe he was in the mob at some point, so that's the one that I'm probably not going to cross on a personal level. Oh, yeah, me neither, I love Kevin. Oh, Kevin, you're my favorite, Kevin. No, love you, Kevin, you're the best. You're right. You right. Yeah. I think I think Josh pulling that out now is so just not even necessary for him to try like he's not on the block. He's yep. not going home this week. Wait, like use that later. I think Josh used his information a little too soon. I think you should have held it on held it for a little bit longer and waited until Kevin's on the block to secure like a vote for Kevin. So, like, for him to go home, like, to help send him home instead of when he's not even on the block to then try and create this target whenever the focus is shifted to two other people. I just don't think that now is the time for Josh 
to pull that card out. 100%. And what it show what it should be showing the other people in the house is Josh is a loose cannon. Like how much yeah. can we trust Josh if all you have to do is just get him angry and he's going to go fire off all of our secrets. Kind of like Alex and Jason. I don't think I have laughed out loud during an episode of Big Brother in such a long time. But on last night's episode when like Alex when Jason told Alex that, uh, oh yeah, I told Kevin. Like, the whole plan was to frame Kevin, and Alex is like, the plan is going great. Kevin's gonna be framed. And Jason is like, oh, I, I told Kevin. <laughs> and Alex is like, falling on the floor, ripping her out. If I was Alex, I would feel like you are America's player, or you are the rogue vote, or you have to be something. Is what I think. <laughs> My child walked in the room again. Steven, I understand that something's wrong with your game, but I asked you to you, wait in the living room. Do you want to go help him and I'll answer questions? Will you help him? No, his, we, I think his game is broken because oh. every time he plays it, it makes this weird noise. Oh. So go play with your toys and I'll be there in a little bit. We all love toys. <laughs> love you. Um, okay. So, um, yeah, I think that, I think that, uh, it is interesting to see how it is going to play out with Kevin. I definitely think as this day goes on, as, as the rest of his game goes on. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's going to have to kick it in and not so much rely on his social game anymore because that's kind of going out the window and start to really... I don't know how hard he's tried to win competitions, mm -hmm. um, but I think now he really needs to like put it in overdrive and understand like if I don't win, like that do or die, like I have to win or I could be the one walking out the door. Whereas before he kind of always had like, a, mm, like, you know, I'm, I'm sitting in a pretty good spot feeling like a little comfortable. I think now he knows like I have no choice, but like I have to start winning competitions. Now's the, now's the time. So Right, 100%. Um, yeah. I see uh, people in the chat room also discussing, which, yes, I want to know what you think of this. So, Matt also now, post-POV drama, has been very vocal on the feeds that even though he is a have-not, he is going to start eating because he wants to rack up the votes against him to guarantee that he goes home and not Raven. So, frustrating... <laughs> so frustrating because you come into this game to win for yourself not for the people that you meet in the house and it's really frustrating especially like that's not how you go that's that's just not how you go out you don't go out just breaking the rules just to do it like mm -hmm. that's so just it makes me upset as a player and as a fan of the show like you don't do that if i mean i was a have not when the week that shane went home i was sitting right next to him and I could have very easily been like, you know what? I'm going to, like, I want Shane to stay and I'm just going to go. Like, mm -hmm. I'm going to eat and I'm going to get that one vote and it's not going to be a time I'm going to send myself home. But no, like, you stay and you play. And when your person that you're closest to walks out the door, you come up with a new plan to survive. And that kind of makes me upset that, like, there are people that are probably would have, like, really played like mm -hmm. really been like you know what my back's against the wall i'm not going to campaign against raven but 
I'm also not going to just be like, just like loose. Mm-hmm. Like I just, yeah. like I just can't, I can't get on board with that. It makes me the competitiveness in me. It makes me sad that he's willing to do that and that he, she has him so fooled that like if I was Raven, I'd be like, don't you dare, don't you, don't you dare. Shane would have tried to do that for me. I would have been like, if like you better just let it ride and just let the votes fall where they do. Raven right. is classic, like, hold me back. She's like, where is he? He's in the storage room. Some, I'm going to confront him. And so, but then she goes to the backyard. So, yeah. so far away. And then is like screaming at him from the backyard. Like, Raven, he doesn't hear you. Raven. Yeah. He can't I just, hear you. She's, she's crazy. Okay. I see a lot of people asking this too. I'll take it from Samantha TR, uh, TRN. Um, so have you heard of hashtag Raven exposed party? What of are, okay, so what are your thoughts of Raven exposed party? Um, I think it's hilarious. I've been kind of, I feel like that has been going on a little bit all season, mm-hmm. but it's just always great to see all the magical things that Raven concocts that she, that she has and all these diseases that I've never heard of. I think my favorite one was that she needs to have surgery on her knee, um, mm-hmm. because her kneecap is rough <laughs> and just like these crazy things. And I'm just like, really Raven, that's, that's what you think. Okay. And I, so I think it's hilarious. I can't wait for her to get out and to just be like, oh, like, what? I think she's really going to look and realize that maybe she's a hypochondriac. And mm-hmm. I really hope that she does some self-reflection mm-hmm. whenever she sees this hashtag, when she gets out of the house and maybe understands that she doesn't have all these issues. Oh, I think she believes it. Like, I don't think she lies and knows that she's lying. Like, I think she believes the lies herself, which is almost um, as frightening. During, again, the post-POV drama, one of the things that she yelled at Jason was, at least I'm going to the jury with America knowing that I'm an honest person. (laughs) And I was like, so about last night's edit, when they literally took the time to give you a liar edit? Oh, she is in trouble when she gets out. Like, the things that she says, like, to whatever she, I think I tweeted it today, when she was like, on my pacemaker, and I need that to live. Oh, God. And I'm just like, oh, girl. Oh, girl. I mean, and it might not be her. Like, honestly, she could be suffering from some kind of Stockholm Syndrome. Like, maybe she was just raised in an environment where that was always fostered in her. Mm -hmm. Because I'm sorry. I'm just saying. She looked real not well when she came in the house. And now she looks great. Yeah. So maybe her mom's poisoning her. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that is all I'm saying. I've seen that theory. Was that you that came up with that? Yeah, theory? six cents theory. Seen that on Twitter. Yes, I I might I I might have to agree with you on that one. Mama's poisoning your soup. You're right. Mom her mom has put all this in her head for her to believe that she has all these things and in reality. She's probably I mean, not saying that maybe like she doesn't have the gastro yeah clearly she has a pacemaker yeah i'm not saying that she doesn't have that but it but like mom's probably put it in her head that like she has all these other things going on and in reality she's probably not as bad off Mm -hmm. as she thinks she is she probably really truly believes these things her mom probably really truly believes these things i don't think that she's like says them for attention i think she just really 
oh, yeah. genuinely thinks she's. I think her mom is like mate, like going to the store and getting like the green light bulbs and like putting them in the light fixtures and then turning the lights on and be like, Raven, do you see green? You have green eye disease. And Raven's (laughs) like, I do see green. And then like her mom is like shrinking all of her clothes at night. You have a giant Titus. Are all your clothes too small now? Like I think her mom's doing something. Let's start a GoFundMe. I think her mom is like stays on WebMD. Like, oh, you have a running nose and a cough? Oh, my God, you're dying from some rare disease that's only found in, like, Southeast Asia. But somehow Raven got it. Like, I think that mom just stays on WebMD, probably, and looks up all these crazy nonsense and tells Raven, like, oh, you have this disease, and you have this disease, and you have this, and... It's bad because there's not a cure for that, everyone. They they try and act like there is a cure for that. Uh, there's not a cure for that. You're just screwed. Is what you are when you have that. Um, <laughs> Knight of Light wants to know, do you think that Jason is in trouble next week? Like, is there any scenario other than Alex winning that does not get Jason out next week? Um, I want to say no, only because if Paul is smart, he is going to create Jason as the next target because... You can only control someone for so long, and he's winning a lot of competition. So regardless of what happened after this POV ceremony, like Kevin, he should be on Kevin's radar. He Mm -hmm. should be on Paul's radar. He should be on – everyone should – he should be on everyone's radar except for Alex because that's his person Mm -hmm. because he's winning comps like – he's just like rolling through them. And if he – someone doesn't take the chance when he cannot win HOH to get him out of the house – then they're just setting themselves up for the week after. And if for, if somehow um, Matt stays over Raven, um, that's another person that's going to be gunning for him. And I think that, well, I think Raven will too, but I'm not really counting on her to really do much of anything. But um, I think that he should really start to feel unsure about his security in the house because he's created this target for himself. Right. Where he's um, has the ability to win competitions. He's has the ability to make moves. He's now created a target for himself with Kevin and and all these other situations saying that he was that that random vote and stuff. And so I think that um, if people are smart, that they'll turn their sights to him. If Paul's smart, he'll set Jason up. Well, he already is. He 100% already is making Jason the target this past week. Do you think that Paul will win this next OH, uh, HOH? Like, I don't think there is any interest for Paul to win it. Like, do you think that he would go after it? If Paul is smart, he wouldn't win any of these competitions. Correct. He, that's the way he has himself set up in the house. He has no need to win a competition and get blood on his hands when he can have other people win them and let them take the fall for everything. Mm-hmm. Because when he gets to jury or when he get if he gets to final two, he'll be able to stand up and say, no one thinks I did anything, but actually I did everything. Mm-hmm. And I kept all the eyes off of me the entire time. So I really don't see him needing to win HOH. I feel like he needs to help someone who's going to for sure come after Jason. He needs to help that person 
win HOH. Yeah, I, I have been saying since for like the past two weeks, I said when it comes down to the final two questioning of Paul, which Paul's in the final two and spoiler alert, Paul won the game. Uh, anybody <laughs> ask him a question, I think Paul should just answer it with everything. When they're like, what did you, everything. Yeah. Uh, what moves, I made all the moves. All the moves. <laughs> all you of them. You guys didn't know it, but I made all the moves. All of them. Uh, you know why you're there? Me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And yep. there are people that are going to not believe it. I wish I want a BB special this year. I do not want Julie to let anyone leave. I want the whole entire cast to have to go into a room and watch like a 30 minute montage of everything Paul did in the game so that we can see all of their reactions in real time. I don't want them learning about it at the after party downstairs in the CBS basement. I want to watch Raven's face when she finds out Alex was the other vote crazy, and it was Paul's plan the whole time. We need that. We need it. Yeah. Please. Yeah. It's going to be fantastic to see that. And, yeah, I really just can't wait for them to all be sitting around talking about why they're going to vote for who and this and that and all these things. And for, I hope it clicks with someone. I really, really hope it clicks Mm. with someone. No. And they're sitting there on the, like talking, like before they cast their vote, like, Oh my gosh, like Paul, like can start really, when they really start to compare notes, well, Paul told me, Paul said that, and Paul did this and Paul, Oh. Oh, what's the common denominator here? Paul, Paul had his hand, in everything i 100 all seeing and all know and all knowing in this game of big brother oh 100 i think the goal of whoever moderates that round table will be to drive the discussion towards hey everyone why'd you let paul do everything like i think that yeah. is where that will lead yeah. um First of all, let me say, oh my god, I can't believe we only have like 10 minutes left. Um, And congratulations, Sammy. Uh, So far, you're the number one fan. But here are a few more questions that I know uh, people wanted to hear your thoughts on. So number one, with you being such a competitor in the game, what are your thoughts on uh, Christmas remaining in the game with this injury? Like, do you, like, when she can't compete in challenges? I think that becomes a decision of Christmases. Mm-hmm. I think whenever she found out that, you know, she's going to be limited and they're going to be competitions she can't play in, um, I think that that decision should have fell onto her. And if she decided that she wanted to stay and take that risk, um, then that was her choice. I wouldn't have wanted to leave. I would have wanted to stay. Right. So I can't really say like, oh, like she should have just gone home because I would have been so, if I was her, I would have been so hurt right. um, by that. And so if she feels like she still has a chance to win this game, mm-hmm. even though um, she can't compete in hardly anything and she still wants to try and win, right. then she should get to stay. I mean, it's not like they're going to bring an alternate in once the show has already started to replace her. So um, right. I, I would have made the same decision as her. I would have wanted to stay. I, I see both sides. I see her 100%, you know, wanting to stay in the game. I also see 
if she can't play and she's taking the spot of people, though, that could compete. I'm all for it. I'm just surprised other house guests are not more frustrated that they are kind of not able to play in comps when their life is on the line and she can't play is, I guess, what I'm saying. Um, Jacob, uh, oh, okay, wait, we'll wait, <laughs> we'll, <clears throat> we'll wait for mommying, while we're waiting for mommying, I'll tell everyone, um, uh, Sammy, I will put your name on the board, uh, for being number one fan to win the, uh, thing in two minutes when I'm closing with it in two minutes. Okay, um, do you think that an apple will be picked next week, Danielle? Do you see any scenario or like, if you just had a guess, would an apple be picked next week? And the apple is for safe, like to guarantee safety? The apple is you have a chance of getting a bounty on your head, which means if the HOH nominates you and you leave, they get $5,000. Mm-hmm. Or two vetoes are in play. Or you can cancel two eviction votes. Or you can't play in the next week's HOH. Basically, what they did is they took your temptation packages and they put them onto a tree in the middle of the house and said, everybody has a chance once uh, once a week the tree lights up, you can pick an apple. But only one person can pick the apple a week. Um, I would say yes, and if there's sm- and if he's smart, I think Jason should pick an apple. That is what I think as well. Yeah. I saw Rod Carson said, "Do you guys think that uh, Jason will pick an apple?" I think if Jason is smart, he picks an apple. Yeah, if Jason if Jason is feels the way this week is going for him, now that the week is starting to come to an end, mm-hmm. knowing that he can't play in HOH, I think that he should take that risk, especially if he has the opportunity to get the two vetoes because that it creates a better scenario for him or even canceling the two votes because the numbers are winding down very quickly. Mm-hmm. And those two things can change the game dramatically. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, I know. So if I was Jason, the second the tree lights up, lights up, I'm taking an apple. True. Uh, I mean, Jason might not know he's in trouble, but I don't understand how after this POV fight, he wouldn't know. I mean, it's very clear, I think, after this fight that he's kind of in trouble. So where we are with everyone, again, is... H-O-H is Jason. He nominated Matt and Raven. He also won POV. He did not use the POV. Um, letting them know, you guys are really the targets. And can chaos. I just say really quick? Yes. Him winning the POV was such a horrible game move on his oh, yeah. part. Oh, yeah, 100%. I just want to say that completely because he made told them that he there he's a pawn. If he would have let someone else win the POV, you could have been like, they didn't want to use it. Like, it's out of my hands. I don't know what to tell you. But he just created this by winning the POV. He had no need to win that. To win that. And one of them still could have gone home regardless of who won the power of veto. One, yeah, 100%. It makes yeah, no sense bad, to me. Bad game move, Jason. Bad, bad game, game I move. don't. 
look, I know he won comps. I don't think he deserves to win this game. And I always no. say, whoever wins deserves, and how do you qualify what is deserving to win versus not? But I mean, oh my god, every time he has the opportunity to do the worst thing, he <laughs> does it. Yeah, it's a one thing to be like, I won this many competitions. But it's another thing to be like, did you win competitions strategically? Right. Did you win when you needed to win? Did you lose when you needed to lose? Like, how did you set yourself up for this? Like, there has to be times where you're where you say to yourself, you know, I'm not going to tr- throw a competition because mm-hmm. I don't believe in throwing competitions. But I'm also not going to give it my best effort, right. knowing that it could come back to bite me in the butt. Oh, 100%. I mean, even Dancing Amy brought up another example when he asked Kevin if he wanted to go on the block as a pawn. So then Kevin could be like, no. (laughs) Why why are you giving him the option? And I don't know. I don't think it's that hard to lose the hide and go uh, veto challenge. Not at all. And Raven and Matt even helped each other. Like, they told each other where they hid their stuff so that they could cut down on all that time. Yeah. Like, they should have been the first out. Like, they should have been the last two, always telling each other where they hid theirs each round. Like, I don't even get how Jason won. Yeah, definitely. That that doesn't make any... Like, I really just don't understand why he would win that competition there's no need for him to win like i'm all for like wanting to have all the power of the week your hoh being able to make all the moves but you have to like think about it like do i really want to show my cards this clearly and openly right now no wow there are plenty of other people that could have won that veto there are five other people playing in that veto that could have won Interesting. I'm getting a word from the chat room right now. The feeds are still heating up. Uh, Apparently, uh, Raven just dumped out all of the slop so that Kevin has nothing to eat now for the week. (laughs) She literally just removed the slop from the house. Um, Obviously, they're going to have to refill it, right? Of course. They're not... You you know how much slop they probably have like ready to go they're not just gonna not let him have slop they're gonna put it right back in the house for for him to have like Mm -hmm. and that's just so petty on her part like not even like funny petty like oh like i'm petty no that's just like girl oh okay now wait hold on apparently i'm sorry i read it wrong it was alex but then i don't understand why would alex do it well, we all knew Alex was just a horrible person. She so. <laughs> does seem a little bit angry all the time. <laughs> but like, what, like, what does that do for you, Alex? Like, that's what I'm saying. These people don't make <laughs> strategic moves at all. What is taking the slop away going to do? Like, how does that benefit your game? Every single thing I did in that in in the house mm-hmm. when I was with my brother, I always thought about how it was going to affect my game positively and negatively. Some things I probably shouldn't have done, like the fake alliance, um, the week that Alex yes, was home. for the love of God, because yes. I, don't, I didn't really, like, it was to me and Jason at that time, it was like, it's worth it. It's not a good game move, but this is going to be great. Um, yeah, it was but, great. Like, I, but everything else, I really, gen- like, I really thought, how is this 
going to affect my gameplay? Is this right. gonna is this gonna advance me in the game? Is pouring slop out so that way the people who are have not have not like is that gonna help me? No, it's just gonna make people mad. They're already having eight. He's already upset because someone's brought his family into it. Mm-hmm. He's already been called out for taking twenty. What is taking a slop away gonna do? Nothing. It's like taking like, away crackle. I'm <laughs> right. I'm just like, give him some slack. He's a have-not. Like, I was a have-not twice. It's hard. At least let him have the nasty slap. slap. Okay? I mean, Big Brother's going to have to bring it back. Big Brother is going to have to bring it's it back. like, Alex, what was, the, what was the point in that, girl? What was Why? the point, Alex? Well, we'll find out probably on Wednesday or Thursday's show when this all plays out. So, um... What? Who do you think will end up going home this week? That'll be our la- the last question. What? Who do you uh, think's going home this week? I think they'll send home Matt because I, do too. I think he is a better game player than a Raven, which isn't saying much, but I think he has the ability to win comps more so than Raven does. So if they, if I was, if I were them, I'd send Matt home. I. That, That'd be the smartest game move. Personally, I would vote for Raven. But game-wise, mm-hmm. I would definitely vote to send Matt home. I completely agree with you. Okay, let me say, um, Sammy, you are done. I'm Sammy knows what I'm talking about. It's the... Congratulations, you're the number one fan. You're entered, Sammy. You're on the board. Um, Danielle, before we wrap this up and head over to the after show, is there anything that you are thinking or anything that you want to say to uh, your fans this uh, week before we let you go here on the live show? Um, mm. <laughs> oh my god. You love them. Did you guys hear, could you hear that? No, what do you say? Oh, no, he totally just farted. Oh, well, I get, well, there you go, then that's it. I think that's all we <laughs> oh need. Okay, so, you know, tell the people where they can follow you on social media. You know, you can follow me on Twitter always, Clean Danny B-B-O-T-T. You know, I keep it 100, 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. Or Instagram, I just changed my handle. So now it's just very simple. It's at Danielle Licky. Make sure to follow me because I have a lot of new projects in the works. And I'm going to be starting doing videos about since football season starting. And you guys know how much I love football. Just a girl's perspective on what's going on um, in football this season. So make sure you guys tune into that. And I have, I'm going to be having um, some special guests from some other uh reality shows that you guys might like so okay now i'm i'm gonna put all the links to all of your social media below this video and i don't feel like i don't even know why i just spaced out there for a second where is that going to be are you just saying you're announcing it on your social media it doesn't have a specific home yet it's gonna be on my instagram okay yeah it'll be on my instagram just quick short little videos Mm -hmm. and then um if that goes well and your girl's gonna start a youtube channel so Oh, we know someone that can help you with that. <laughs> yeah, so if all goes well and mm-hmm. people like it, we'll we'll get it going on YouTube too. Alrighty, everyone. So make sure you guys go and you fan and follow and share all of Danielle's stuff on all of her social media. Like I said, the links will be below. And we will see you guys all on the next show. Bye for now, everybody.